guys, welcome back to another episode of All Day Every Day. My name's Nikki, and today, unfortunately, Malvika couldn't make it, but that's okay because we have a very, very special guest with us. Her name's Nicole. Nicole, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name's Nicole Lee. Um, I've known Nikki since we were like four, so it's really fun. Yeah, like, we were talking about it. Like Nicole and I, like you're my oldest friend. Like yeah. we've been friends for like how many years? Like eight, like almost seventeen. Yeah, almost twenty years now. Yeah, that's like crazy. <laughs> yeah, ever since kindergarten, and then we were at school till grade eight. So we saw each other every day for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> and like. We have known each other since we were in the phases of like Barbies and Cinderella. Do you remember we used to do dress up? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I also remember you had a princess party um, when I think you were like four or something. And then (laughs) I, I don't know why, but nobody told me it was a princess party. So I showed up in like shorts and a t-shirt. I remember that. Yeah, (laughs) and then everybody said that I was the prince. (laughs) because i was the only one not in princess stuff no i remember you showing up i think your like outfit was like orange it was orange yeah Yeah. orange it was (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we've known each other for like 20 years and it's crazy to think that now we've like graduated university and are like starting to get into the real world yeah yeah um and so today's topic is kind of going to relate to getting into the real world we're going to be talking about how to discover your passion and like what career you want to go into um but before we get (laughs) into that uh do you want to do some life updates like how have you been adapting to covid in terms of family friends uh that's like (laughs) honestly it comes and goes in waves sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like grateful that I'm home all the time and with my mom and not paying rent or anything oh yeah um but then at the same time it's like she doesn't go out for work I don't go out for work so we're in each other's space all the time yeah (laughs) and like shutting doors when people are on phone calls should (laughs) now be like a rule because (laughs) when we're both in meetings or like yeah talking to other people then it bleeds throughout the house but um yeah other yeah. than that mm-hmm. oh my sister moved out I don't know if I told you oh yeah yeah you told me in Toronto yeah. Toronto right yeah yeah Yay. so she's been out for like a couple of months now mm-hmm. um so that was fun so how's but I just that? It it's good weird. yeah oh. it's it's weird for sure like being at home and mm-hmm. then uh when she comes home for a little bit, I'm like, oh yeah, this is how life used to be when you were here. <laughs> I kind of, kind of miss that, but then she's gone and then I forget about it again. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I think the same for me too, right? Cause like there's mm-hmm. all four of us, my mom, dad, and my sister and me, yeah. and we're all at home. So like, it's a lot, Yeah, but I think it's been like over a year. So I've gotten used to it and mm-hmm. I think it's actually good. You know, everyone at home, Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing good out of COVID that has come <laughs> is like wearing masks. Okay, I oh, know yeah. everyone hates on it, but I like, don't. like so one of my jobs that I do is like um I like work at a pharmacy and it's like very mm-hmm. customer service based, and like if a customer is screaming at me, my mask literally just covers my expressions and like 
<laughs> you're it's smiling. So then you're like laughing the I whole know, time. I'm literally laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing and they can't see it. Or like oh I'm like God. cursing under my breath that they can't tell. I'm like, oh sure, let me get the manager for you in my hand. Thinking, oh my God, if masks ever come off, but you're like so used to that. I know. Oh my God, that's gonna be bad. Yeah, even in like awkward situations, your mask can literally just cover up your emotions. Oh, hundred percent. Like, and my friend and I were talking about this the other night. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if you see someone that you recognize, but they don't, you're not sure if, like, they'll know who you are, or it's oh. kind of just, like, an awkward mm-hmm. situation, like, you can just pretend that you didn't <laughs> yeah, recognize yeah, them because they're wearing a I've done that before. I've totally it's such that. a cop-out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to yeah, miss that. But I heard that apparently starting March, they're getting rid of, like, the vaccine mandate mass as well masks i don't know i'm pretty sure i don't know i could be wrong but i know for sure the vaccine mandate and then oh maybe masks too so that's like crazy (laughs) like the the vaccine mandate like i know it's a controversial topic but like Mm -hmm. i know how other people who are against the vaccine feel about it and Mm -hmm. like I understand why, but I think that having masks mandatory it just like makes every vaccinated people feel safer around unvaccinated people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if they were gonna get rid of that, then I think they're just getting rid of it because they think like um, cases are so low and so many people are vaccinated that we don't need them anymore. Well, I mean, it's not mandatory, but I will probably still wear mine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can. Like, no one's telling you you can't wear one. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, sorry, we don't don't provide service to people who wear masks. (laughs) No, yeah. No, that's actually true, though. I guess you can still wear it then. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay. like, before it was mandatory, people were still mar- wearing it. Isn't it still mandatory, store. though? Like, if people go yeah. to a grocery store, they still have to wear it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, like, before it was even mandatory, like, last summer, um, mm-hmm. people were wearing masks at grocery stores, like, for their own safety. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember right? that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so COVID, I guess, <laughs> has some goods and bads. Like I guess. <laughs> You can hide from people you kind of know. (laughs) Or people that you don't want to talk to. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So now that we've done the update on our lives, I guess we can get into the topic of discovering your passion or your career, what you want to do for the rest of your life. So, God. Like we mentioned at the beginning, Nicole and I have known each other for like 20 years. So like mm-hmm. we like did school together since grade one to grade eight. And yep. when I when I knew Nicole, we were very into like science. Like I remember we used to have, do you remember? We used to have competitions in like yeah. class to the point where literally one of our friends started crying because she got an answer wrong. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that until now. On the spelling bee. The spelling yeah. bee, one of our Oh my gosh. The yeah. spelling bee was so intense. I oh remember that mm-hmm. um, it was so dumb. I'm still mad about this. Sorry mm-hmm. to go off topic, but oh, no we had a spelling bee and in order to like so there were four classes and one person from each class 
mm-hmm. in our grade got selected to go to like the final round of the spelling bee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in order to be selected, like we had to take a series of spelling tests like every week. Mm-hmm. And it was 20 words each week, I think, except the last one was 10 words. And I had gotten perfect on all of those other tests that were out of 20. Mm-hmm. But then the one that was out of 10, I got one wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it was like this, but I guess it was like by percentage per oh. test. So because I got 10% off of the last test, which was out of 10, instead yes. of 5% when it was out of 20, mm-hmm. I wasn't in I wasn't like qualified to make it. And then the girl that the person, sorry, that made it <laughs> got um, was like cheating. I off definitely. It. Oh, I made it. But I don't even know how because I definitely got more than one wrong <laughs> on all the tests. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like it was it was weird how it, if you got one wrong on the last one, you were just done because yeah, it was that's, off. Yeah, but, weird. I just remember that the person that made it from our class like cheated off of everyone and could not spell success. Success. I remember yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like because I remember do you remember back in middle school when it was like, you know the um the song to success yep. with yep. your like arms thing? Yeah, S-U-C-C-S. you guys were literally doing that. Yeah. And she couldn't get it. Or like um I remember one word um so basically two people in each class got to go to the spelling bee and mm. so no one was knew it two? How to i thought it was one one girl one guy because oh. i was with um i don't want to say names but i was with the guy <laughs> and um no one knew how to spell the word theater Mm, Do you remember oh my that? God. No, my I don't partner. Well, I guess technically he spelled it right, but he spelled it with R E because he was oh, American. Okay. True. But anyway, true. I just remember the success thing because, like, yeah. when that was the word, um, the person from our class like couldn't spell it, and then yeah. my crush at the time <laughs> was also in the spelling bee, and he and he was next, so he spelled it so fast and like looked at me in the crowd. I was like. <laughs> so proud of myself (laughs) oh my gosh so yeah Uh, so that is just an example of how much we love school in (laughs) academics but like more particular I think we were really into science and math and things like that I think math more Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because it was like you get one answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you either get it or you don't. <laughs> and now, uh, Nicole, do you want to share, like, what you studied in university? Uh, yeah. So I went through the York Sheridan Joint Program for Graphic Design, um, which unfortunately doesn't exist anymore. They stopped oh, doing the joint. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, <laughs> they split up. <laughs> the way they told us was that, like, they're getting a divorce. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I went through that program. Um, and now I'm, yeah, I'm doing graphic design mm-hmm. for my job. And I think that's really cool because I remember um, in elementary school, you were really into art. Like I remember you remember you used to paint and all those, like in yeah. art class, you would love to paint. And we did like self-portraits. Yours was really good. Um, but I don't know. I just never thought you were going to go into graphic design. So I thought that was really cool. So what made yeah. you, like, choose to go into graphic design? Uh, Yeah, honestly, like, my my pathway to getting where I am now is so 
weird, like, <laughs> especially in high school. Um, like, yeah, going into high school, I didn't really think about career, but then come like grade 10, I think that's when we had careers class. And I remember, oh, I remember we had to do like, yeah, we had to do like a presentation on like a university program that we might want to go into. And mm-hmm. it was just to, you know, figure out how to research programs and stuff. But I think the program that I chose to research was like sound engineering at, oh. like, at um Carlton or something, mm-hmm. which is so random. But yeah, I don't remember why I chose that. Um, and then it was just like ups and downs. Like I still took art uh in grade nine ten like all the way throughout high school like fine art and then um in grade 11 I took a media arts course I think it was because like my mom told me to or something Mm -hmm. um because she was always like oh you're so creative like you can you can go into like architecture or something which would be like a mix of science and art yeah but Mm -hmm. uh like, I was – not to toot my own horn, but I was, like, good at science. I just didn't like it. Okay. So yeah. I think that's probably why um, we just got so competitive <laughs> in elementary school. But, um, yeah, I guess it was just through classes at high school. Uh, the media arts class I, I started really liking. And, like, mm-hmm. I that was the class that I spent a lot of time on outside of class. Um, yeah. Like, hours – late at night kind of thing um and then yeah it sounds kind of cheesy but in grade 11 um there was a field trip to like the YSDN grad show which happens every year it's just like the graduating year hosts this event where they get to show off their work and recruiters come looking for jobs and it's just like open to friends and family so we did a trip went there and then um yeah, so that was grade 11. And then when I went, I was like, oh, shit, like, this is what you could do with graphic design, because there's like a lot of different things. It wasn't just logos or something. Um, there was packaging, there was, yeah, like logos and brands and websites and all this kind of thing. So then I just saw every kind of application that graphic design could take. And then that's when I was like, okay, yeah, I think this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. So I guess really just through trial and error, seeing what you like. Yeah, pretty much. Because like, mm-hmm. I also had a phase where I was like, yeah, maybe I'll be a shoe designer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can still do that. <laughs> I guess, but... <laughs> yeah. Like, no, can't you like make designs, graphic designs of shoes and then like, I don't know. Yeah, I think you like concept art. Mm-hmm. Uh I wouldn't be like the one that picks the material and stuff because yeah. I know nothing about <laughs> yeah. that. But, yeah. That'd be pretty yeah. cool, actually, though. A lot of people are into yeah. the shoes and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So for you, you kind of discovered it in high school, would you say? That's yeah. What you okay. So for yeah. me, it was a little different. I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I always just knew that I wanted to go into the healthcare field. Yeah. And... So when I got into high school, that's when I like explored, I did a bunch of different things just to explore different avenues to see if science was really what I wanted to go into or healthcare. Yeah. Did you do clubs like in high school? Yeah. For science? Um, so in science, there was like, 
or sorry, in high school, there was a club exploring all different healthcare fields like pharmacy, physiotherapy, um, medicine, like everything, dentistry. And then they would have like um, guest speakers coming in, which was pretty cool. And I was a part of that. Um, But I also did other things like I volunteered. For example, one year I volunteered as like an art camp counselor. Um, to see if maybe I wanted to go into art. I also volunteered with Feed the Hungry to see if I wanted to go into social work. So like I explored Mm -hmm. a bunch of different things and I always just went back to science or healthcare because that's something that I found I was really passionate about and really liked. Yeah. So yeah. So it was the same for you too, like trial and error. Yeah, trial and error. And I think just trying new things and exploring like it doesn't have to be a job it can be extracurriculars it can be volunteering and just to see Mm. what you like kind of thing yeah yeah that's very true like even even just signing up for clubs that for things that you've never done before too Mm -hmm. right like in I don't know about for your university but for me there were so many different clubs like yeah limitless yeah like overwhelming almost (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like if you're a high school student or even university, I think like my biggest advice would be to join clubs, volunteer different places and yeah. just see what you like. Yeah. I, I'm I was kind of bad in university. Like the only club that I joined was um a club that made stickers. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so that's I kind of to do with art, I guess. Yeah, it was for our program. Oh. <laughs> so, like we got submissions from people in our program and just like made sticker sheets. <laughs> but um yeah, I was definitely more involved in high school than I was in university. Uh but this is my excuse cuz there were two campuses and mm-hmm. I was closer to the Sheridan one and mm-hmm. at Sheridan the clubs were a bit like they weren't as limitless uh and it was a bit more exclusive like to each program okay, kind of yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. It was just harder for me to join clubs, but uh, I do, that is one like quote unquote regret that I do have of university. So I agree with you, like just, yeah, <laughs> I should have and done it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think, because even I have friends who thought this way, they were like, once you choose what program you're going to be in um, university, that's literally just the rest of your future. Like you can't change. But I think first year should literally just be you figuring out if those are the courses you like. And yeah. you shouldn't be afraid to change uh, what pathway or direction you want to go into. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, like my. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I was just going to say, I. Um, in first year, I was friends with this girl who was in the same program as me, so science, mm-hmm. and she just did not like it at all. And in second year, she ended up just changing completely into engineering. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like you can – don't be afraid to change your program if you realize that that's not something you like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's also like what um, the general – like breadth courses, like electives, those kinds of things that oh, true. just those mm-hmm. mandatory courses that aren't necessarily within your program, but that you need to graduate. Like that's also what those are for too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I found that there, the couple like social science courses that I took, there was one about language and culture. So it was a mix of like linguistics and anthropology. Um, it was really cool. And 
I wouldn't want to go into social science, but it also like applied to graphic design too, because it was like how people interpret certain signs, not just like words, but icons and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. Um, And then I would want to take another anthropology course again. Not that I would like switch my major for it, but it's just like another cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Electives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, I took some pretty cool electives. Is there an elective that you would say is your favorite? Would it be that anthro course or Uh, social science? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I took. And I I think either that or I took uh, like dumbed down human anatomy in the first year. (laughs) That was really cool too. (laughs) Yeah, I took – it's like a classics course, but not really. It's like on medical terminology. And oh, okay, it, nice. it's actually not in um, science, though, because it's like you have to translate the terms from English to Latin. Oh. Because the majority of the medical terms stem from Latin. Latin, right. So, and yeah. it was just really cool. Like, I really enjoyed it. And, like, yeah. my friends and I we would literally play games and, like, quiz each other. So, that was really fun. I really liked that. Yeah, And honestly, it was helpful for the future, too, just, like, in general. Like, my mom, she goes to the doctor. She's like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. I feel like I feel like even though Latin is a dead language, like, it obviously is the root of English, right? Like, isn't that where a lot I of don't know. our words come from? Maybe. Or yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't take linguistics. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an art student. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a I cool... mean, I think Latin is cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cool skill to have in your back pocket. Like, it's almost like a party trick, kind of. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but honestly, learning a second language is so cool. You don't know a second language, do you? No. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's another elective that I did take in university because mm-hmm. um, I'm Korean. And I don't, like, understand any of it except for, like, your basics, like, hi, how are you? <laughs> kind oh, yeah. of thing. Um, but I took elementary Korean in oh, university. Cool. And, yeah, that was really fun because it was, like, I got to actually learn more vocabulary than I did before, like, sentence structure. And then so I started understanding my grandma a bit better. And then my mom mm-hmm. and I watched a Korean drama. And then so I started looking <laughs> up stuff there. <laughs> But yeah, actually, my my friend, um, she went to Parsons and oh, okay, yeah. Um, what's it called? Parsons so she, is the art school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in New York. Oh, yeah. Um, she went. I don't think she actually went for fashion. I think it was fine arts. Um, mm-hmm. but she switched into fashion. Um, maybe in like second or third year, probably second. Um. And then she also started just like randomly taking Japanese um, and she took it almost every year. And then so she was able to minor in Japanese oh, and mm-hmm. and now like it's crazy. Her life is literally a movie because she is now working at Uniqlo in New York, which is a fashion company mm-hmm. based in Japan. So it's oh like everything <laughs> fell into place for her. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, take electives. <laughs> yeah, honestly, electives, though, they can add so much value. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I really wanted to take sign language so bad, but oh, um, yeah. it always was closed. Whenever I tried to get in, I just oh, could never so get popular? in. Yeah, I yeah. guess it was popular. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, the furthest to a second language I have is grade 12 French. Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. What's <laughs> bad about like when you take French in school is they focus more on grammar Whereas I think yeah. they should focus more on actually speaking it. Yeah, I swear there was only like one or two oral tests a year. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else was like, how do you conjugate this verb? <laughs> like, why is this verb special? Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> like, or like we would be reading, like I read Les Mis, right? So I'm good at oh, reading Oh, really? I can read Damn. French, but I can't speak it kind of thing. It's like, right. Yeah. You hear it in your head. But I don't know. It's loud. like the words don't come to my head. Like I can recognize the words, but if you tell me to say a sentence, uh, like I just can't. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that that makes sense. Like if you hear it or see it, like you'll understand it. But to put the sentences together mm-hmm. in the proper, yeah, it's harder. Yeah. So yeah, that, that makes sense. So could you get by, do you think, if you like, no. went to Quebec? I couldn't no? go anywhere, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely get Like, because Where the is people... the bathroom? <laughs> Where is the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because that's the thing. We, like, uh, speak French with an English accent, right? Whereas these people actually mm-hmm. have accents, and then they're speaking fast. And it's just, like, yeah. I cannot... I mean, do you yeah. not have, like, when you speak French, do you not try to put on a French accent? Or do you literally just I mean, be like, ooh, hey, le sel de pan? Like, I mean, I try to put on this French accent, but, like, how much? Like, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, so... But I always wish that I knew, like, a second language. Yeah. But... Definitely. Maybe in the future, I'll learn. But it's, like, hard, apparently, when you're, like, older, trying to learn a language. Yeah. I think... Because my mom's bilingual. Like, she speaks Mm -hmm. English and Korean. um, And she moved out of Korea at... When she was 11. Mm -hmm. And then I think she said, like, around 10 to 11 or somewhere around that age is, like the perfect time to um learn like another language or shift to another culture because then you'll still keep aspects of both yeah Mm -hmm. as you grow up but yeah we were it's funny story like we were at um tromblant uh oh yeah yeah did i tell you no you didn't tell me but we always go to tromblant oh okay okay um so yeah we were we were there and we were in a gondola with these two other guys Mm -hmm. and they were speaking French to each other and then one of them starts speaking English to us and asking like oh are you guys from out of town like blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then when we got off my mom was like well that was really cool like it must be really cool to be bilingual I wish I was bilingual and we're like (laughs) you are bilingual you speak Korean she's like oh that doesn't count it counts (laughs) it counts Korean is (laughs) 
<laughs> like she can literally she does the same thing mm-hmm. when like my grandma is over yeah. she speaks korean to her and then english to us right i after. guess in canada like french and english are the two major yeah so if anything like ha- being bilingual in english and korean is more of like a token. yeah it's more unique so yeah. that, should be, that should be like prized more. yeah <laughs> that's uh, funny though yeah i wish i was bilingual though I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also I read like a study apparently um people who are bilingual they're like smarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you mean by the way you said that you can tell you were bilingual. <laughs> no, it's because apparently they're like using like more of their brain is like activated. <laughs> So like okay, I should tell yeah, my mom that <laughs> something like that. I don't remember along the lines, but yeah, it like they just have more brain activation. So like yeah. their memory is really good when learning new concepts. They can learn it quicker. Things like that. That but, makes sense. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, in every language, sent- sentence structure is pretty different. Oh yeah, like, I think in- learning English is the most complicated language to learn because oh, it's just gibberish. Really. Is gibberish, we spell things different ways, but then they sound the same. Mm-hmm. And we spell things uh, differently, but no, wait, I just said that. <laughs> like, you can like, tell okay. you're not bilingual. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. But the way that you spell rough, R-O-U-G-H, right? Yeah. And then doe. D O U G H, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they they sound duff. different, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. duff. <laughs> like yeah. or or yeah, I don't know. It's just so, yeah, yeah. The English language <laughs> is complicated. Yeah, I feel bad for um, people that have to learn English, like because mm-hmm. I went to school with uh, a bunch of kids that came from overseas, and then English isn't their first language. And when we're in English class, like we, you have to talk about the book and things like that. And English class is hard for me and a lot of other people where oh, English is our first so language. Hard, yeah, because yeah, it's not imagine just like, Shakespeare. Imagine yeah. English is your second language, and you have to do Shakespeare. That's like honestly, awful. I yeah. felt so bad because like we got graded on how much we contributed, mm-hmm. um, oh. and obviously, like teachers were a bit more. Uh, forgiving for those students mm-hmm, that were yeah. yeah international but it's just like that's a lot of pressure I I yeah I couldn't put myself first of all to move to a different country where mm-hmm. it's like a completely different language and yeah have to go to <laughs> English class so I guess rolling back all the way around to electives <laughs> <laughs> I guess take languages as an elective if you yeah think yeah, if you I think, think they're interesting, because yeah. it could be a really good value too. Mm-hmm. Like you never know; it could be any random language. Yeah. But. Um, and so now I guess, <clears throat> so I guess you could say the major takeaways as to determining a career path you want to go into: just take every opportunity, such as electives, extracurriculars, volunteering, to just like yep. explore different avenues. Yeah, and. So now that we've graduated, like, how 
<laughs> like, what do you think the best way of going about, like, to find a job, basically? As a recent graduate, how are you going to find a job that you like? Like, do you have any mm. tips for people? Because do you, um, did you already give a description of your job now? Uh, kind of. I just said I did graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, what I, okay, so I'll just start with, I guess, like, how I found mm-hmm. the job, sort of. Um, so my friend got an internship, uh, in third year at the place that I'm working now and she's still working there as well. Um, and that was something that we had to do that I also like suggest if you're in second or third year, like, or honestly, it doesn't matter. You can just do internships <laughs> at, at places that you think are cool and like, just see if you, cause studying something versus actually working <laughs> in, in the actual industry is totally different sometimes yeah um and that could totally change your perspective on whether the your career path that you think you want to do is actually Mm -hmm. what you want to do um but yeah so my friend interned there uh in third year and then they did another round of internships as I was as we were leaving school and she uh just got offered full-time so she had some seniority in the company, um, but it's still a pretty small place. Like our, our team is really small um, compared to other agencies. But yeah, basically I just applied to be an intern uh, after graduating and then, yeah, just like did the regular submit a portfolio, submit a resume, and then they they hired me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I also do a bit of freelance work too and um it's a bit different like that job's a bit different like I work at an agency but as a contractor so I don't work there full time but it's yeah. kind of whenever they need an extra hand they just reach out and ask if I can if I have time. Um and then I got that job through my old high school teacher um who connected us cuz he went to my high school mm-hmm. as well um so one thing that i was struggling with and i don't know if you were struggling with this too was like as i was applying to jobs my mom kept saying oh you know ask this person if they oh, know anybody i know ask like last person right and it was it was bad like part of me was just like no i i should be able to find a job on my own given the skills mm-hmm. that I've built, yeah. my resume, you mm-hmm. know, I want to find this on my own. And I was just a little bit too full of pride to mm-hmm. ask for help. But um, I've had this problem for a really long time. <laughs> but in the end, asking for help <laughs> and like using your connections, definitely um, it helps in the long run. And nobody really cares how you got a job as long yeah. as you do mm-hmm. well at it. Right. So like I think yeah. a big part nowadays of getting like a job you really like is networking mm-hmm. and yeah. like the relationships you build and yeah. um like it's okay to ask people like for help yeah. or like people who are in the industry if they know of anyone or anything open yeah um for sure and honestly a lot of jobs it's about connections like big jobs mm-hmm. you want connections connections mm-hmm. like just an example um so I'm like a teaching assistant at a university and in order to get the job, like I knew the course coordinator and right. 
because I had TA'd this course like two years in a row and she literally just gave me the job again this year. (laughs) So like the first year, sure, I had to like get it. But then the Mm -hmm. second year, like she didn't even care, right? Like she just gave it Mm -hmm. because she knew me. So like it's all about connections um, for most jobs. Doing a good job at the job and then (laughs) that way like you can – you know again like your boss might know another job that you Mm -hmm. might be good at and they've seen that you did a good job yeah and I think LinkedIn now too because that's how I found one of my jobs Uh, what do you think about LinkedIn (laughs) I don't know (laughs) like LinkedIn is I have it I don't actively use it I tried to use it to also yeah look for jobs but Honestly, it's, it, it just exhausts me. But how did you find your job through LinkedIn? Like, I'm curious. Like, to literally, I just, <laughs> I just put, like, um, on LinkedIn, you can – I forget what it's called, but you can basically scope out, like, your interests. Yeah, so you can select your interests, right. what kind of jobs you're interested in. Um, and then job opportunities in that field will pop up for you. And mm-hmm. so – this job, like, so the pharmacy job, it popped up that they were looking looking for openings. So mm-hmm. I applied. And then I also contacted the store because, like, okay, I was like, oh, yeah. damn, we just contacted them. Step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, but listen to this. It turns <laughs> out they didn't even look at LinkedIn applications. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Like, literally, when I, um, when I went to the pharmacy owner, he's just like, wait, what? There's a LinkedIn ad? and I was like yeah and he's like well we need help so yeah sure like so I interviewed him and he's like yeah you got it but like so funny apparently the front store manager put it out and then yeah but not the actual head of pharmacy yeah that's so yeah that was so funny but like LinkedIn so yeah I guess my tip is if you see a job opening maybe contact them as well not just apply through LinkedIn yeah yeah I mean either way it's it's always good to like make that extra effort too, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you apply, I'm sure tons of people applied through LinkedIn. Uh, even if they were checking it, uh, then, you know, calling the store just makes you stand out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so. yep. I used to use Indeed um, oh, yeah. looking for jobs. Like that's how I found my part-time jobs in high oh, school. Really? Yeah. So... I mean, it's it's like a very similar platform. I'm sure a lot of um, rec- or employers use both Indeed and LinkedIn and just copy and paste like, <laughs> what they need in both. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... Uh, and LinkedIn. honestly, cold calling too. Literally just, yeah. um, just calling people. Like, yeah. I like found a website of like a job that I really wanted. So I literally just contacted them. Because, yeah, like, and it didn't even say they had an opening. Yeah, I just wanted to. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I think as recent graduates, especially because of COVID, it's been hard. But, like, use connections, network, cold call, yeah. all those mm-hmm. kind of things are helpful. Yeah, and it's scary to do a cold call or even, like, send an email at first. Mm-hmm. But then once you basically have a script after doing it a few times Mm -hmm. it gets so much easier um like yeah so I I think it it, it comes with anything just like once you start something it gets easier so you just need to kind of take the leap and then 
uh, it'll something will help yeah. in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> something will turn up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Also, like, what would you do if you couldn't find a job in your respective field? Like, what would what do you think you would be doing right now if you mm-hmm. couldn't find something? Um. That's a good question, actually. Like, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I couldn't find... Are you just talking about a job in general or a job in my field? Like a job in your field, yeah. Because now that you've graduated... Well, if I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I needed the money, then I'd just get a job not in my field. Yeah. But, like, I'd still... While I had that job, I would still apply to other jobs. I feel like eventually mm-hmm. after applying, you'll get something. Yeah. Or maybe instead of applying to like big time jobs or like big um, companies, try smaller companies. Mm-hmm. Um, or like try like positions that have lower salaries or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I I work at a really small company right now and uh, the turn, it's turning out okay for me. <laughs> Like I, so, I think, would you prefer a small or a big one? Yeah, so I'm not sure. Um, that's also another, I guess, big topic of discussion is like, do you want a small team or do you want a huge mm-hmm. corporate place? Um, right now, the only experience I've had is at a small team, and I think there are definitely pros and cons um, with working at like a startup kind of culture place. Um, and you definitely do a lot more, so you cover a lot more ground, I think, than, mm-hmm. you know, specialize in, in one thing or just kind of keep your head down and do what somebody else tells you. Like, you have more room to take initiative and I guess, yeah, cover cover more bases in the entire company instead of maybe just, like, what you study. Like, um if you uh, there's a girl that I went to high school with who's working at a startup I think she did more like communications in university but she's learning like the back end of the whole business now yeah which is really cool um but then at the same time sometimes you don't have someone like working directly above you that has specialized in your field which is kind of like the case that I'm in right now Mm -hmm. um because the only designers on our team are like me and my friend. So we have the most senior positions or like she does. And, um, but you know, we have the exact same education. So (laughs) it's, um, like the room for growth is a little different. Um, Mm -hmm, there's not like a lot more to learn from in terms of hierarchy, but yeah. I forget what your question was. <laughs> Do you like smaller or larger? But yeah, so yeah. I guess smaller companies have perks. Like Yeah. What would you want to do? Um Okay, so if I guess if you're working in a smaller company, you can get to know everyone and even right. the people in superior positions, right? Whereas if it's a mm-hmm. bigger company, um, the chances of you actually speaking to the head person is like lower. True. So in that sense, I guess it's kind of like smaller companies would be better. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it depends, honestly. 
maybe yeah. starting out with a small company. So if you're going into, if it's like your first real job and you're testing out the industry, like choosing a smaller company could be better just so you can find yeah. your niche, figure out what you like, gain experience, and then going into the bigger companies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. That's That's also like... I guess the path that my sister took, not necessarily intentionally, but when mm-hmm. she finished school, she worked at like a family run engineering company. And oh, then really? now, yeah. So it was like three or four brothers all working in the same office and they were all her bosses. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like she worked there for a good few years. And then just this past summer, she also got a new job but at like a much bigger engineering company mm-hmm. um so there are people in like so many different departments that she doesn't even know mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i think moving i think up upsizing is probably uh better like as you're starting out like you just keep going bigger and then mm-hmm. if you know bigger is not your thing then at least now you know what smaller is like i guess yeah because I feel like just diving right into such a huge team and such like a structured corporate, not necessarily corporate, but just like, it, it's kind of overwhelming to think about it. Yeah, if you just right? go straight in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. Well, I guess that wraps it up. That were That was like <laughs> the last question I had for you. Oh really? <laughs> um, Would you, you say that yet? you found your passion, though? Pardon? Would you say that you have found your? Oh, passion? I definitely know I want to go into healthcare. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the midst of figuring out if I'm gonna get <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> if I'm gonna get my dream job or not. Basically. <laughs> Wait, what's your dream job? Um, like medicine definitely yeah yeah um but like I'm considering pharmacy now so okay yeah so it'll be one of those two we'll see yeah but like what what part of medicine would be your dream your dream job um like so you can be like a general physician right or you can like specialize specializing you have to go through residency and it's like really competitive so there's no guarantee you would get but like for me personally I think I work well like under pressure Mm -hmm. so I would just like to be like you know in the ER settings like oh shit I don't know I just really like that (laughs) so yeah so my dream job would be working like a fast-paced healthcare environment kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. ER that would be super intense yeah Mm-hmm. damn the only reference i have to that is like Grey's anatomy <laughs> oh i never actually watched that like i think oh, really? i watched yeah i watched like one season and then yeah. i stopped but like everyone watches it yeah i mean i i haven't watched all of the seasons i didn't even um do you care about spoilers? Like, are you? No, I know everyone died. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> yeah. At this yeah. point, like, if you didn't know that, like, Patrick Dempsey died, then <laughs> what do you do? But yeah, like, I didn't even watch up until the part where Sandra O oh left, and I know that that is before he dies. And yeah, so I just yeah, like no, no, I don't really. Care. It's too long. Everyone. Now. The only person is Meredith. She's still there. 
Yeah. Literally, from the original cast, I think it's just Meredith, um, Dr. Bailey, and... Oh, I forget his name. Oh, Dr. Weber. I think that's it. Is Weber from the beginning? Yeah, he's the chief in the the first. Okay. Yeah. I think that's literally it because... Like, from the original cast. Mm Mm-hmm. So... They should literally just end it. Apparently, the main, like, Meredith, whoever plays Meredith, she's, like, so over it. Oh, yeah. I would be, too. It's (laughs) almost... Like, they have been filming that almost as long as we've known each other. So, it's a long time. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I saw, like, um, someone, like, was interviewing her, and they're like, oh, so, um how are you feeling about filming the next season? And she like literally rolled her eyes and she's like, oh, I've been trying to leave. <laughs> like, oh my God. The show is literally called Grey's. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't but, even know that. It was yeah. You watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. That's why it was called Grey's Anatomy. Meredith Grey. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. There you go. Now you don't even need to watch the show. That was the finale. They, yeah. they revealed. <laughs> oh, I heard though. Apparently, um, McDreamy he comes mm-hmm. back. Apparently, he's coming back or something. Apparently, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember. Not I remember. What am I saying? Um, my sister was watching like the newer episodes, and basically they filmed it uh, during like real live events. So they. Mm-hmm had meredith get covid and she's like completely um just like sleeping the whole time so she's kind of like unconscious um but in her dreams she's on this beach and so they brought back so many people like yeah patrick dempsey came back um do you remember george yeah from yeah Mm -hmm. like he came back um mcsteamy yeah, so like all of these cast members that died off mm-hmm. ha- like came back on this beach or whatever. Oh. <laughs> so I feel like they should just end it on this season now that they had like original cast members come back yeah. for one last thing and then stop it. Yeah, they should end it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, honestly. Maybe it's still good. So. I don't think so. I think my sister is more just watching it because there are episodes, yeah. not as much like, oh, yeah, I want to see what happens. It's just like, I guess I need to finish this. And then, <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you watching any shows lately? Like any dramas or? Um, oh, you're watching Survivor, right? Oh, yeah. Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Survivor is like a reality show. And um, basically, these people go on an island. Um, they're not given any food except for like a bag of rice. Mm-hmm. And they're like competing against each other in like challenges. And it's like yeah. intense. It's like a social but also somewhat physical game too, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's most so good. Of the time. Yeah. yeah. This season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This season. It's so really good. Because mm-hmm. like – Every okay, do you like how okay for for those of you that don't know? <laughs> um, they have a host on the show, Jeff Prost, who's oh, also been doing this for so long. Mm-hmm. But before, like, 
you know, they just hid certain like advantages around the camp and yes. it was just there. Like the camera crew mm-hmm. filmed like zoomed in on like the the advantage like as players were walking past it and being like haha you like they don't know it's here but we're showing you that it's there yeah and kind of thing but then now they include jeff like he he goes oh yeah i'm gonna put this advantage right here let's see if they find it oh i didn't <laughs> and it's so notice. weird yeah, 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 that's true. I okay, but I totally thought that that guy was gonna find the advantage. Yeah, he was um, looking. Xander, yeah, right? Xander, he was literally looking. Oh my. I know. It was taped under the bench, and he was looking under the bench. I like, know. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I've been watching Survivor and mainly mm-hmm. YouTube, just like YouTube. Oh yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but I guess that wraps up the podcast. Um, I guess to end it off though um, let's end it off with one of our favorite memories together yeah so let's oh my gosh I don't know do you have one right away no I don't have one right away I have to think all I'm thinking Um, about is us dressing up as Teletubbies for Halloween right that was like the we did that a couple times didn't we i don't know but for some reason was that in grade nine though yeah i remember doing it in grade nine but i feel like maybe we all didn't dress up as teletubbies before but there was somebody who did it because i remember there's a picture at like my old house and that was before high school and then there was a picture at oh maybe we did then oh another memory Okay, so yeah, so the first one I guess is like dressing up as Teletubbies for Halloween. Yeah. Funny. And I'm second, like 14, 15 really, years old. We made like movie videos of like Cinderella. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah, for my birthday. Yeah, that was like that yeah. was so funny. Nikki and I played the evil stepsisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. We were like, um. So we had two other friends at that birthday party. One other girl played Cinderella. And I remember, mm-hmm. like, there was a part. I think I still have it on my hard drive somewhere. But I think there's a part where we're like, yeah, do our laundry for us. And so we just filled um, a pillow pillowcase with, like, mm-hmm. bags or blanket or something. And we just, like, threw it at our friend. And I think we threw it harder, harder than we meant to. So oh in the video, you can just hear like a boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part. But yeah, oh, that man. was so funny. That, that was, was really good. Funny, yeah, yeah, that was good. I just also remember um, when we went to someone's cottage as well. Oh, yeah. And then we were making all those vines. Fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those are top three, actually. Tubing oh, yeah. was so fun. Tubing was tubing fun. was a lot. We also of fun, did yeah. fishing, right? Uh, we did, but I don't think I caught. Anything. I'm pretty sure I caught a fish because do you remember I, I you had that? One. I had a profile picture of me catching a fish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You caught a fish. Yeah. I think you were the only one that did it, though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't think I have that picture anymore. Really? Fish. Even on Facebook or something? No like, way, I deleted all the way it. Down? I totally deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We definitely have... I remember uh, just like... 
I'm thinking about in the school setting, like, I just remember before every single test, we would always have our duotangs out and, like, quiz each other <laughs> right before the test. Yeah, yeah. We were, <laughs> oh, my God, grade eight, we were so competitive. Or we just, like, such nerds. Yeah, such into school. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, we like to do that on our free time. <laughs> I'm glad we've changed. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. But. So so thanks, Nicole, for being on this podcast. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys learned about some tips on how to determine what career path you like, how to get a job as a recent graduate. And yeah. yeah. It's not easy. Um. Yeah. <laughs> So never give up. Just stay determined, motivated. Oh my god! Just be yourself. Try your best. Don't let anybody tell you you can't because you can. (laughs) We're making like fun of these cliche sayings, but it's actually true though. If you think about it, yeah. (laughs) Like it's hard, but um, you just have to keep pushing. Also, another cliche, you're Mm -hmm. not alone. Um, I know that, like, applying to things, I just felt like it was just me behind my laptop late at night, like, in bed. Mm -hmm. uh, And then other people were getting jobs. But 100%, no. that that, Everyone was going through that. Oh, yeah. Everyone was. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, don't compare yourself, I guess, to what – because I remember, like, on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, literally everyone was posting, oh, I'm going to be going here next year. I'm going to be going here. The reason why I hate LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I'm happy for them and stuff, but it's, like, hard because if you're struggling to find a job or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, so it can be hard to see. like rubbing salt in the wound. Yeah. But I guess the biggest tip is to not compare yourself and just use the resources that you have around you, I guess. Yeah. Agreed. Well, that ends our podcast or our episode. If you guys want Nicole and more episodes, let us know. And we can (laughs) think of some interesting topics. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about careers. Yeah. It can be about, I don't know. How much we've changed. University experience. How much we've (laughs) changed. Yeah. Okay. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.